The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I know that's the noise I make when mom's like trying to be sly and walk Yeah. By. It's from Friday the 13th. Oh. The original. Is that Camp, Jason? Camp Crystal Lake. Jason with the no. hockey mask, right? No, that... Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I'm probably wrong on my, my movie. I don't know. I haven't seen those movies in so long. They're all terrible. <laughs> I know there, but, was a, there was a recent one that came out. Yeah, it was like... You know, Friday the 13th, part 13. 47. Exactly. You had uh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee. Well, you, you got you to gotta think for Jamie Lee Ball. No, no, no. I was going to just But say wait a second. Pause. Have you seen her in her. her, like, 20s and 30s? Oh, yeah. I mean, she looks great now still, but, like, whoo, smoke no, she's, show. Yeah, she was a smoke show. Absolutely. You're looking but up. then she then she had to uh, no. then she had to fight evil no, all dude, the time. No. Uh, that ain't it. That ain't it, fam. Nope. All right. Well, there was a lot of you know. So well, too, you know you just, you can't sit there and compare everything to Salma Hayek. Too you know? Nordic. Like, too Nordic. Too Nordic. This when has anybody from, been too Nordic for you? All of them. Oh my, my wife is not Nordic. She's Icelandic. Wow. Just kidding. You're Gaelic. <laughs> She's Gaelic. Uh, you're right. You are correct. Oh though. my gosh! Well, on that weird, strange note about Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Friday the Thirteenth, as I take my phone off so it doesn't vibrate and annoy everyone on the podcast who's listening. Welcome to episode forty-four of the Wolf, the Bull, and <coughs> Wolf uh, podcast. <laughs> I'm back uh, again. Yeah, we are here for episode forty-four. If you like what you hear and you think that the Wolf and Bull family should grow, give us a like, a follow on Instagram, and if you're feeling frisky, if you're feeling really nice, if you're feeling like maybe you should bestow the love of Keanu Reeves on all of us, give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Mm. You can do Spotify. That would be, now, that would be great. Yes. Which I didn't know. I, the I'm, love of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, man, that's he's that's great. Yeah, he is. And he and you know he. He would have never gone after and killed anybody again if somebody wouldn't have messed with his dog. And since you are killed my my dog. dog. What was it? It was it a beagle? Yeah, it was a little beagle. Was it? Yeah, I don't remember. It was very sad. It. It. What a great hook from John Wick. By the way, yeah. Anyone yeah. listening who doesn't know, you need to go watch John Wick. Yeah, speaking of uh, of men who've been abused, um, (laughs) Johnny Depp had someone poop in his. You know what? Well, I. Yeah. Tend to call him after I heard about that, you know, Depshet. You know, it's kind of what I think. <laughs> well, I mean, we are talking about the herd turd here. And that's it, guys. We're oh here. Uh, we are here all night. Uh, our set has wrapped up. Um, that's it for episode 44. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, 
just how much things have flipped on that whole situation with the with the i don't know public opinion yeah debt Depending on what side you're on. Oh, yeah. Um, you give me yeah, shit yeah, for that? To. Yeah, I had to. Uh, you, I mean, some D- people. Did are... you even blow by my second one there, or did you even hear it? I didn't even hear it. Yeah. I, I'm, I said, I'm, dude, I'm working I on this. I said we're talking about the herd turd here. Wildberry acai smash right now. Oh, right? that's I'm pretty good. Going through the curves. Well, hold it. Are you not? You can't announce well, you the flavors, the flavor. can you? Can, you okay. can say the flavor. You just I've can't say the company a... name. This one is a very spiny fish flavor. Ooh. Oh, cool! That's reference. Wonderful. Referential. What do you, what is Beowulf sipping on? A little bit of a little Let's bit of. Let's see. Uh, this one is this one is very yeah, weighty. Milk. Weight, very warm milk. Weighty. No, uh, tropical pomelo smash. Do, say wow. say that again. Warm milk. What? Milk. Warm milk. Malk. There you go. You got it right that warm time. Milk. I thought you said milk. No, I said milk. It, he, milk. He's got that milk. midwestern accent of milk. milk. He, he milk. sometimes comes out. Hey, guys, don't, you know. don't you know? Don't you know? I saw this uh, video today on a side note where so up in the Midwest, up in the mid, over in the Midwest, over um, up and where it's cold. Uh, I think this was probably in Canada. Up so in I the guess my point, Up in the Yoop. I guess yeah, up in the Yoop. Uh, I guess my point is irrelevant because this was in Canada. I was watching a video today uh, for some reason of a bunch of dudes that are riding those three wheelers in the snow, which. Uh, pretty sure it's canada because no one does that anymore in america because those things are like death traps almost died myself on one of those by the I way i don't even think they're legal to buy in the United i don't States think so anymore. um so this guy got in like this whole argument with this lady who was like i own this land and he was like well we're we're driving on the area what's owned by the government day eh? and this is like a private property for you maybe but it's also public land because we're going down the chute eh and then he like it was weird because the lady and him were so nice to each other that you thought the conversation was done. And then all of a sudden he started explaining why he was going to leave, but they're, they're very want... cordial to each other but, up there while well, he, they, because they, it's you odd. Know, well, and then, then in to break it all up comes the Mounties, of course. No, they didn't come in at all. No, no, it was, it was purely like him and this lady and a bunch of his I friends. I thought you were going to see a squirrel, well, a moose and a Mountie. Like Nobody Rocky gets and it. Bullwinkle? Thank you. Yeah, I know. Come very on, very much. I know who Rocky and Bullwinkle. There was too much of a hesitation there. Yeah, you did. Oh, oh, you almost had it. I, are you there? No, no, that's no, that's that's. I think Pee-wee you had Herman. it the first time. I'm Rocky. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Um, no, I, I, I barely. That's okay. I mean, it's kind of like Goofy, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it's it. Nice. Goofy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, that was that. fun. That yeah, was fun. Yeah, well, well what, what happened with the, as I said before, the turd herd? Oh, nothing's the quite turd. happened yet except expose. The turd of truth. Expose. Well, I know that uh, Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard, his ex-wife, for having perpetual cons- dollars for, for defamation. And right? defamation, yes. Well, also in having perpetual constipation face. Well, because I she's think had that I the think he, time. I think he should uh, award her for not allowing him to be in that latest Harry Potter You know what's movie. crazy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have oh, been so yikes. much better, though. Well, two things. Number one. Yeah, I know he was. Homeboy is worth like $300 million, and he didn't sign a prenup with this woman, which is oh, crazy. Oof, but but oof. but I think they settled for like $7 million. That's it. Their divorce is finalized and done. Really? And she got $7 million. Yeah. But anyway, um, so on the stand, I don't know if it was today or yesterday or whenever, but he was being asked, Johnny Depp was being asked if... Disney were to offer him any sum of money, basically, would he go back to the Pirates of the Caribbean? Any sum of money? They, they were saying just like they were just expounding and, and Johnny Depp was like, no, I I'll, wouldn't. Ne- I'll never go back. Yeah, he shouldn't. He uh, 
Yeah, he's drawing that line in the concrete. Well, that's what yes. happens when you make ridiculous Don't forget decisions. that they threw him away and Amber Heard was Aqua Woman. I don't know. What's no, her character's no name? Yeah, I've no never watched that movie. I have so no I idea. Don't know. Yeah, I don't even really know who that she's is. She's a Marvel character. No, she was in Aquaman, but I don't know what her character was. I, anyway, uh, it's interesting to see what happens because there's actual recordings of her admitting to abusing him and saying no, she's no, lying no. about certain things. Yeah, what and... she said is she she said, and this is the recording, and I this is a paraphrase quote, but I, I paraphrase <laughs> quote, um, I didn't punch you in the face, I hit you in the face. Yeah. I think that's verifiable. Hmm. She's not an well, abuser because of that, honestly. Is, well, is that taking, is it a Will Smith kind of hit? Or is it a okay, you know, Rocky not, Balboa kind of hit? Not everyone can be as much of a bitch with their hitting. Well, let's not so. forget she threw a, she threw some vodka bottles at him and almost and almost severed could, his finger could, completely yeah. off. She so. did. They yeah, it's she got did. pictures. Well, yeah, but she's but, using tools. Tools are dangerous in anyone's hands. I mean, you get a chicken, you Can you tie imagine a, what it would have happened to a chicken and boom, the chicken's a All murderer. I got to say is Well, chicken's how, got those spikes so on. So Amber heard yeah, a knife. That's she, what it is. It's a freaking knife on no, their heel. But a third knife, like they have. They don't like, need it, man. They they tear you up. Yeah, but a third knife. You give them like one of those, like like. A As a wolf, steals. you should know. If you've tried to kill a, a, a chicken, well, they've kill gone down. Oh, you don't. I don't kill chickens. No, you're a wolf. It's against my my morals. It's against your... it's my theology. Against my theology. Well, anyway, I, Beowulf, you were saying before sorry, I Beowulf. painted a very interesting picture of a murderous chicken with a Damascus steel blade. I don't remember. It's, it's, it's like Wolverine. Not. On the on the shins, not for no. yeah, no chicken Wolverine combination. No, you want to know why? Because chicken screaming across the screen like in a <laughs> Batman show, <laughs> like a little massive <laughs> steel blade, and someone's running away. Like, oh my god, like, why did we do this to a chicken? Like, <laughs> we were just trying to research better sources of meat, and, and there it was. You almost had Bullwinkle coming in there. We're just trying to research better <laughs> sources of meat. Rocky, oh wait, no, why? There you got it. <laughs> See, it only yeah. took, a, yeah. took a while, but. Well, Beowulf has no idea. Bale, we're just going off. Going to ask was what? What is this? Amber Heard must do something right because she. I don't know. I don't know why you would stay with someone that was doing stuff like that. Unless, heard, as she says, she's said that Johnny Depp was very high. I heard she's really, really good at casseroles. So. Yes. You know, she did date Elon Musk for a time. Yikes. Which segues nicely into another biggest story in the news these days. Are Elon we done Musk. with the herd turd? You, you want yeah, to I mean, talk there's more not much more to talk about. I mean, yeah, you know, she I heard Johnny said that. Bed. Yeah, and blamed it on the dog, which is like a two pound. Yeah, and, and, whatever and Johnny dog. Depp explained to the courtroom that wait. he knows what his dog's poop looks like because he spent years wait. picking it up and wait. he knows this was, <laughs> he called it human fecal matter. Wait, women poop? No, they don't. No, they, they don't, don't actually. actually. I've never seen that. That's happen. a scientific it's fact. It's impossibility. They don't. Huh. I think there's an automatic recycling. So that she goes has on a there she has a something there. She she can't legally she legally she can't physically poop. But she dated the lawn. Elon Musk. Yes, actually. Did you just say the lawn like he's... front lawn like it's uh, the lawn? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's. I mean, I guess that's a nickname. I, I think that Elon Musk. <laughs> At least well, I, lawn. when your buddies, you know, I saw you, somewhere right. that he uh, <laughs> he's being called as a witness at some point in the trial. Oh, you'll probably just tweet it out. Yeah, maybe. Well, he <laughs> can do whatever he wants. Well, no, he really can't do what. Well, L- listen, he is now the owner of Twitter. I just bought Twitter, so I can't possibly be a witness. 
do you have any weed that I can smoke while on the stand? Which, by the way, I I, I applaud him massively. $44 billion in cash. Well, no, not about that. No, no. More about smoking the weed on a Joe oh. Rogan podcast. That was incredible. That was the beginning of Hilarious. his uh, eccentricness. So can, I, can I say something about Amber Heard? Go ahead. This is a sensitive topic. Maybe I should... Oh, boy. Hmm. <laughs> I thought the idea of this was to not have to couch all your... I'm not couching. I'm just making sure I, I get my point across. I was right. I was right. I was right. I was I hear, right. I was I right. right. And, and you want to know... And this is not just to you. No, this he is not just to you. He likes to remind me every time mm-hmm. something this is not just to you. comes true. I... That he well, was right. once a year, right? No. No. I'm like Alex Jones. I'm You're right like about Alex at Jones. least five things a year. Um, I probably shouldn't even say Alex Jones at the rate this is going. We'll probably just be censored immediately. His name will be blurred out. He's in trouble right now, yep. um, sadly. Maybe not sadly, actually, because he shouldn't have said what he said about whatever he said. It, uh, the Sandy Hook situation. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I I like to call out when I smell poopy in the bed. Oh, and you and smelled the I smelt poopy in the bed in 2015 because the phrase... That was sprouted around that time was an absolutist phrase. Um, believe all gender, because um, women don't exist anymore. Um, so I said, hmm, maybe we should be safe about this and take our time and make sure we got all the facts and do all that stuff. I know it's tedious, and I know there's a lot of situations where they are true and correct. But then every Why like would social you even group, try to use logic. Social group, all the social groups were just like, "No, you're wrong." And I was like, "Okay, all right, I'm wrong, fine." And now come to find out, Johnny Depp, who by the way on the stand, kudos to him, said that his stature is the same as Amber Heard, which is hilarious. Um, he is now an abuse abuse victim, which is interesting because this changes the whole narrative of something that we can no longer say because Harvey Weinstein has been damned to the gates of hell um well you know that the, the i just think that's interesting this type of abuse happens all the time oh of course and abuse is abuse it absolutely is and and there's physical and mental and mm-hmm. there's there's all kinds of ways to abuse usually the people you love the most yeah right but um this this kind of thing happens way more often it's just never never talked about mm. so you've got to give give like you said give them some kudos for going mm. okay i'm on the stand i don't care what anybody thinks well and and that's kind of what you have to do is you got to not care what anybody thinks well i guess i guess my whole point is it's just interesting as time goes on that and this is what my uh, my mom used to say to me and i'm sure you guys have heard this I wasn't fabricated in a lab, believe it or not. I am actually a human wolf bull hybrid naturally. Don't believe our human has, wolf. Do not totally, believe him. He has no belly button. You're right. I don't. Um, yeah, uh, I just remember my mom telling me that if you have any lies in your closet, they're always going to come to light. And I think that when that goes across the board for anything, um, and especially when it comes to really, really poorly thought out arguments. You know, that's not true. If you bury the lies underneath all the skeletons, they never get found. Well, if you delete your emails, then you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I thought that was just kind of interesting. Just a little side note from uh, from the most evil among society. Um, well, but anyway, definitely Elon the, Musk. the hottest topic besides Elon Musk buying Twitter. Which I was saying today that I think something else is going on like a war somewhere i don't know no i don't remember a war do you now talking about well headlines change mm. so quickly do they not interesting 
And it, it kind of sucks, really, that they do. If you're interested in something, you can go on Twitter and look up everything you want to look up about any of those subjects. Do you but the know? problem is the, the, the headline-grabbing stuff, mm-hmm. it is all dependent on what people believe is going to sell whatever they're going to sell. You doing okay with those beverages over there, those carbonated beverages? <laughs> Did I just towel? burp into the mic? Maybe. I'm so um, sorry. <laughs> you know what my speculation is? Because I was saying it's all too quiet on the Western front right now, ironically enough. My speculation is things are getting really heated in that one unnamed country that everyone is in support of, so much so that a certain particular battalion that is actually a neo-Nazi battalion is doing a lot of stuff and they can't talk about that because that kind of makes it a problem with the whole narrative um so that's what i think is going on i could be wrong well what you never want to be wrong rocky so i mean i i could be well you know you know the real problem is you can't say let me see if i can get the quote right there are good people on every side Right, and they're a bad. How dare you? Side. How dare if you, you say, say that? that yeah. Quoted to Mr. Donald Trump. How you dare go. you even say and, his and, name? You know, people will. Well, geez, is he even he anymore? You know, Papa Joe came out of hibernation just to run because he heard that he <clears> saw <throat> he saw the pitchforks coming across the field, according to him. Right. <clears throat> when I was and, and and there's obviously there was some truth in that side of the conversation, but the problem yeah. is always the same. There are multiple sides of everything. Everything is more complex than anybody wants it. And the headlines don't want to be complex. Mm -hmm. They want to be direct. They want to be bold. They want to be big. They want to slam you in the face and they want to get your attention for all the other reasons. They want to lie. That's what they do. um, They they want to stir up a panic. Well, when I was sitting in the pool with the children rubbing my hair. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Oh, jeez. My hairy hair. I looked down and I saw some roaches and saw some little kids. And I realized that, uh, those kids that don't look like me are just as privileged or could be just as privileged as the kids that do look like me. And I thought to myself, that Darren, Darren Trump, he needs to get out of the, <laughs> he needs to get yeah. out of the congressional Senate hearing of the Princeton uh, standard state council board so I could sit there and be the leader of the Illuminati. <sighs> you know, Bale, I really, I want to study how the synapses in that guy's brain works right there. Well, usually when I'm about to segue into something, he takes that as a cue to keep making a joke yeah. and, and mow right over the, well, the opportunity. Well, synapses are probably similar to, to the current POTUS. Um, I just think of saying things that people won't expect me to say, and boom, I have the uh, State of the Union address. Um, but yeah, Elon Musk, he... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did he do something? I think he did something. He... He, Did he do a thing? Yeah, he bought Twitter. Yeah, we talked about that. He dated Amber Heard. So, so here's oh, and and he got well. Is he married? Starlink. He, I don't think he's married, but he has. Yes, he has a, no, he has his a partner. Partner Grimes and didn't like Grimes and didn't didn't they have, uh, they have kids that they put numerals on or something? Yeah, yeah but their names are normal. If you but them one right. thing that today was he Ash. he had a big day. One thing that was really cool was that Starlink, which is his you know, like internet mm-hmm. provider with SpaceX. He partnered with Hawaiian Airlines, so now you can get free internet on Hawaiian Airlines through Starlink. Well, he's a white supremacist, so you don't want to use that uh, that internet. Um, and frankly, you know, what I love the most, and I know you're shaking your head over there, Beowulf, but I'm just repeating <laughs> the narrative of the popular group of people. And honestly... The same popular group that wants him to do everything EV yeah, under the and, sun. And here's, right? here's my criticism of both sides. They're <laughs> the same. 
They're the same. And do you want to know why? Do you want to know? And here's my, I'm going to take this very short because we want to get into the very important topic that is going to continue going on. And it's a very fun topic and I want to talk about it. Last thing I'm going to say, you want to know how they're the same? Because they're saying the same shit, same stuff, same thing over and over again. And depends on context and depends on scenarios. And I'm not saying that one started the other because if you start down that path, then you got to recognize that they've always been the same or you've got to find a singular point in time and one watch group, one group switched. And that is also a debunked lie. So the reason I have a problem with all this is I remember specifically a few years ago in which one group was saying some things would happen and some things would happen and they were going to happen because some group had control of a specific entity. And now when Elon Musk, who we don't know what his political preference is. And frankly, I don't know if he is an evil mastermind. He very well could be. And I, I'm on board for it, dude. If he's gonna do if he's gonna be the evil mastermind or the good mastermind, well, I'm on board. Let's ask him. Let's I, ask him because we've invited him on again. We're gonna invite you on again, Elon. Oh my god. Anytime. Um if you don't want me to call you Lawn anymore, just come on the podcast and say, Hey dude, hey Bull, don't call me Lawn. Call me Mr. Musk. And I'll even call you Mr. Musk. Because well, I think you deserve that and, after, and, going and, here, after and here's the thing is is I don't really care either. I don't think it really matters. Um, but I'm on board for whatever he's doing because I like introducing chaos into areas where there should be chaos. Well, the question and, is, is he introducing chaos? He's, he's, he's definitely throwing up, he's throwing up some armor, armor against kind of the oligarchy, really. The techno oligarchy. Well, we'll we see. Know. We will see. But I, you know, I had, a, I had a communication with an academician that I know real well today yep. and who basically said, other than those that have such a large following on the academic side of things, you're going to see people bail off Twitter like you would not well, you're understand going to see from that. the academic side. Well, and you're going to see and a I, bunch of people jump on it. Correct. But, and I think they've done the calculus on this. But the, the, just to make the point, because there's this, there's this class warfare that's going on in this country and has always been going on to one degree or another. Mm -hmm. But I kind of view it as elites versus the rest of the world, the rest of the, the, us. And, uh, you know, everybody can deem themselves somewhere in that, you know, uh, that, that running tally of where they're at in that sequence of things. But there is a group of elites that believe no matter what, they're not only right, but they're righteous. And they do not adhere to any type of communication that is against what their belief system says it should be because they're the ones that, that are elite and they're the ones that know better and they're the ones that are trying to mold everyone else. I agree with you. I think that's always been the case historically. I think the difference now is they've just taken their mask off because of social media. With that being said, um, I don't know whether Elon Musk is doing the right thing or not. Um, frankly, I think Twitter, I wish he would just do what Ice Cube said is just buy it and then just turn it off delete it. That'd be hilarious. Um, I think that's a proper thing to do. Um, but I also think he recognizes Twitter as a public space and a public forum. And I think that that's why he got involved. Now, granted, I don't know what he's going to do. He very well could, I don't know, create an artificial intelligence and implement it to such a high degree within Twitter that he brings the, the singularity, the true singularity, and then all of a sudden humanity's done. So that could happen too. Um, but I do think that it is fun to watch. And that's what I'm here for. I am here for things to watch that are fun, whether it's to do with the left or the right or the middle. I like, as I said a second ago, just a tad bit of chaos. Bale, what what do you think is going on with this Twitter deal? Well, I, I mean, think... you are you are the <clears throat> of all of us here. You are by far the the social media person. You know the ins and outs of this like nobody. You know what? I haven't spent 
much of time at all except in like a corporate account on Twitter in years. I have a personal account, but it's uh, private. I haven't tweeted on it in years. I haven't looked at my feed in years. I think I follow like 10 people. I, 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 uh, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. Um, but from what I do understand is that no matter your views, there is a lot of uh, nastiness on Twitter. And also there's a lot of you can't take back what you said because people screenshot it. People archive it, go in the Wayback Machine and you can't edit <coughs> what you said. So there's a lot of hot takes every five seconds flying everywhere. Well, does it matter that you can't edit what you said if nobody is going to take you in the way back? Listen, I don't particularly care. <laughs> I, I mean, I, say but, what you want to say, but that's the whole point of Elon Musk buying know, Twitter, do right? Do you know what, like, way back is not only for Twitter, it's for all. Correct. All it's wherever you can find, yeah, right? for all but, platforms. What's that, what's that girl that cries every time somebody tries to dox her, but that her whole oh, job is Lorenz, doxing everybody else? Taylor Lorenz. Taylor Lorenz. Yeah, she's an interesting she's, case. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, I don't want to talk too poorly about her, um, even though it's fun to do. Um, I don't know. I just think I think it's, it's an interesting situation in that I think the problem is the hot takes. I don't mind the hot takes. I think the hot takes well, are good. I think the hot no. takes are fine. I think it's the suppressing of uh, certain. It's not even like ex- look. If he does anymore. nothing more than stop canceling everybody, he's going to do a service for everybody. Well, he just needs to. He just needs to make the platform open source. He exactly. Makes the, and everyone, everyone, and their brother, including us, have been saying that. So, um, I mean, I just think what I mean by the hot takes being the problem is not that people can't have their opinion. It's that the hot take for the sake of a hot take is nonsense. And well, I also fully I'm fully on board with a subscription based model of Twitter. Mm -hmm. I think that um, paying for an account and verifying who you are, no matter if you're just some random person, you know, no fame or fortune or anything. Yeah, it it, it stops the anonymization of the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's that's part of the problem on Twitter is um, you have a lot of anonymous fake bot accounts that fuel all sorts of negativity one way or the other all over the place and inflate or conflate certain ideas that may or may not be as popular as one may think. But you go on Twitter, you see it's trending, you see everyone liking certain tweets and you suddenly think, oh my gosh, this country's going to hell. I'm a liberal who's upset. I'm a conservative who's upset because look at how many people think this, 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 and this. And really could be totally an irrational thought because it's all fake. So yeah. so I'm on board with, I know Elon Musk has mentioned something about a subscription-based model and some people think that's crazy. And I'm just like, you know what? I pay $2 a month for extra space on my iCloud. I'll pay $2 a month for a Twitter account. Like mm-hmm. I really think that's that's the smart way to do it. I think it's even different than like, um, for example, a lot of people try to stay away from Facebook. Cause a, a lot of, um, I know it's definitely a, a left-leaning thing where they where Facebook is a place for you know quote misinformation or whatever. So uh, why wouldn't you want to subscribe to a platform where you can verify who, what, when, where, who you are, who's actually saying what? Well, I just I honestly, for the sake of um, final comment, for the sake of uh, lack of privacy, um, I'm not going to use it. Because I see and that. And you aren't obligated to. Well, well, I mean it in the sense that I can see this as much as I like Elon Musk, even though he's going to make it privatized. We can't say that Elon Musk is completely and totally opposed to any working around. Well, you know what? Maybe he is. Maybe he well, is I, I th- Maybe he is completely opposed to working 
against the government. Maybe that's the case. Hopefully he is. But I don't think so. Because Tesla gets some subsidies with being an electric car. And the government's involved in everything we do. Exactly. So I see another. this but as... Listen, I think you don't the, become the, a billionaire by being the nicest, no, most no, no, caring no. person in the world. I don't care. No. I don't particularly dislike the guy, but I certainly won't deify him. He's He's mm-hmm. a... Very, 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 very wealthy man who I'm sure has done things that would make our, you know, hair curl if we thought about it. But that doesn't make him somebody that I don't want to hear what he has to say or I'm scared of him taking a position of ownership over Twitter. I don't think that, um, you know, how on one breath we can, you know, idolize a fake character like Tony Stark and then call Elon Musk the Tony Stark of the real world, and then act like... Did you like, say fake? Tony yeah. Stark's real. Tony Stark's not about. fake. I'm speaking, sorry. By the way, speaking Marvel of... Marvel characters are not real. Speaking <laughs> of individuals who are uh, uh, deified, uh, just a shameless plug here, uh, History Out of the Box podcast. Um, new podcast that we're starting. Uh, first episode, May, yeah. 3rd, May 3rd. Exciting. May 3rd. Our first episode is going to be part one about George Washington and part two shortly after that. It's very also about George stuff. Washington. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, we we, we wanted to talk a little, little bit Georgie. about the good, the bad, the ugly of uh, the men and women of our past. And that way we can maybe have a better understanding of them besides, you know, headlines. I love it. I've been, I've been waiting with bated breath for a very, very long time. Well, I've been waited with, Baiting breath, baited breath for the topic of this episode to be discussed. I've been baiting with no breath. Uh, I've been panicking about this you whole. You guys totally threw that. I thought that was hilarious. So to everyone <laughs> who tuned in, yes, we are uh, going to talk about the satanic panic. Well, we're, we're going to talk about <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Not exactly, but <laughs> that's what people who participate in satanic panic lowest. think is happening. So, yeah, satanic panic. What an interesting time to be alive. Well, uh, I'm glad we were able to rhyme it at least. Yeah. Of course. So what is a satanic panic? Please tell me so much more about this. Well, this is a coin term for a period in the United States beginning in the 1980s and peaking in the 90s and still lingering a bit today in which there is a moral panic among the society about satanic ritualistic abuse. Now, are we talking about, you know, just a bunch of teens getting together and utilizing the Ouija, Ouija board That's and like Ouija? doing like the, the hey, Ouija? let's like communicate with like no, I think Prince. It, I think it started specifically when Scooby-Doo went off the rails. <laughs> Love that That's show. Right. Love I Scooby-Doo. Do do. I, can't, I can't Scooby-Doo. do Shaggy. I can't. I tried my best. Well, you, you did, did Scoob. Did all. you know Ouija boards are owned by Hasbro? Hasbro, yeah. Well, Does that make Hasbro? Do, do you know what like, <laughs> like turn? <laughs> did you make, make Hasbro? Hasbro a satanic company? That's right. It's a shell company for Satan. Satan. <laughs> Yikes. Yo, guys, so I've got a really good idea. We're actually sacrificing goats and lambs in our off time, but we're going to hey, make just blocks. Just stay away from the bulls. We're going to make blocks of wood for kids, and they're going to be toys. We'll do Lincoln Logs. We'll do little, like, bouncy balls. Hey, look, our head scientist is on its way over. Beelzebub, come oh, on over. Yeah, what up, Beelzebub? <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Anyone got some claw? All right. <laughs> no, but I got some hordes. <laughs> Well, the ritualistic abuse that it was typically physical and sexual acts mm. pertaining to occult or satanic rituals, and in some of the more extreme fashions, it followed the vein of 
oh, there's this wealthy and powerful elite who participate in human sacrifice, lured acts on children, etc. I'm sure you know the kind of... Today, many of these (laughs) beliefs have returned to mainstream through QAnon conspiracy Ah. theories. uh, Now, hold it. Haven't we learned that almost all conspiracy theories have like a thread of truth? Everything comes back to the letter Q in the alphabet. If you add it all, if you add all 26 letters together and then you divide Divide by 13, there's two and two rhymes with Q. You never want to go into the 13th and it turns into three sixes. Three sixes. And, And honestly, you know, if you extrapolate all this out into a really, really, really interestingly and overly complicated idea that goes totally against Occam's razor, which is totally wrong according to these people, Everything has to do with QAnon. Dude, Barney, QAnon. Uh, Barney is absolutely Um, evil incarnate. Hey, have you uh, ever watched the... What was the... the damn show you used to watch as a kid. Oh my God. The, that, whoever thought that, so, that was, there was some oh. evil shit going on behind was that. Was there? Because the baby was a son. That's innocence. No, the son was a baby. No, the you're baby burning, was a son. You're burning the baby in a hellfire <laughs> in the this sky. Is, this is the That's kind, fine. This is Planned the kind Parenthood. of satanic panic... What is wrong with you? What did you? I missed what he said. Don't he, worry about it. You can. You can I'll, I'll listen to it back yeah. or oh, it'll get cut one or the other. On. It's not that bad. The satanic panic was fueled by many Boom. different groups, Boom. including podcasters. La, la. We've, got, we've got a totally alive <laughs> oh. vacuum. Oh. What is what he called? What snorkel was Borkle no, or what? What was the vacuum there? Snorkel Borkle. Naughty 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 And then hold it. You know what they should have done? They should have done those comics as combined things. They should have had the guy that did the big blue house narrated at front. It's the mailbox time. And then have Barney come flying in. Oh, I don't know. Yes, it is. The mailbox is from Bear Big Bear. No, seeing the mirror blue house. Blues Clues. Shameless plug on behalf of the USPS. Like, no one, that's why you guys are dying. You're no longer advertising your, like, services in kids' television shows. Blues Clues. Baron Big Blue House. Uh, crossover episodes between Naughty Nunu you're, you're, and, Naughty. and the USPS. You're and aging Baron. yourself right now. Why am I aging? Oh. Is that a problem? Yeah. Is it bad it, to be tired and, and exhausted with the, the world? Well, <laughs> like I was saying, the satanic panic yes. was fueled by many different groups and types of people. But it was not <laughs> just... It's just <laughs> Very nefarious people. It was not just religious fundamentalists. Snidely whiplash. They have curly mustaches. Woo-woo. Psycho par- psychotherapy clients, child advocates, and police investigators all fueled the flame, and eventually these accusations of satanic abuse became associated with disassociative identity disorder, which you may know as multiple personality disorder. And we must drug them with drugs, because that is So you know what this actually was then? This satanic panic obviously was something from the the you know medical the FDA, industry. The FDA. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 drug industry probably created this thing big just pharma to, hey, big pharma is behind everything. Everyone knows that you FDA know. Come on, for. you got to understand. Anybody that that per, it spells something that sounds like an F with a PH first is satanic. Phone freaky pharma diabolical association. Just saying. Frog. Just, fro, frog. <laughs> the frogs are great. The frogs are great. I'm just saying. 
say photo. To see, exactly. No, no, that's not right. Yeah, photo. Maybe the FDA flame are Satanists. Is that what? Is that what you're implying? Oh, I don't know how we got there. I said there. big pharma. But is there a difference? Would you would? <laughs> I can't believe this is an actual fucking yeah. thing. Honestly, no, it's <laughs> satanic. But you got to realize what was going on at the time. A lot because, of drugs, dude. No, I mean think about this because it was it was in sixty nine. Mm. No, no, sixty six. I think when when uh, what? Uh, what was his name? Um, Levey. Uh, uh, oh. Timothy Levey. No, 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 no. no. It, it was oh, Timothy Chalamet. No, oh, yeah, Timothy Levey. Chalamet in '69. <laughs> no, is he? The, the Church of Satan was founded in the U.S. by Anton Savlander. Can you pronounce it? Savlander. It's S V Z A N. It's Xander with no. an S in front of yeah, it. Yeah, like, What was the movie with uh, Zoolander? Zoolander. Thank yeah. you. So I'll call him Zoolander for now. Anton Lucy. Zoolander LeVay, Lucy. whose actual real name was Howard Stanton Livy, <laughs> but he changed it, what moved dumb, to San Francisco, <laughs> and, and founded the Church of Satan as if it was an empowerment thing. He, but he wrote a book. It was in 69. It was the, the, the Bible of Satan or something, I think it was the called. The Satanic Bible. Satanic Bible, right. The Bible he, of Satan. He, I mean, it's a change. <laughs> tomato, tomato. By the way, Wait, we are once well, again represented by the U.S. Tomato Council of America. You know, in, in, <laughs> one thing I will say. Do they get, but, tax, do they get taxed? Who does? No, do these are churches. Yeah, Why do you think they did it in the first place? No, they go into, but, yeah, but, but by the think way, about the year this that he wrote that book. In 1904. What else was happening in 69? Joseph Smith discovered. <laughs> that was 1869. Oh, no, what, what happened in 1969? <laughs> yes. That had to do with like uh, ritualistic killings. Vietnam. No. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I, you, I'm the, throwing things out. No, Manson. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Charles Manson. Marilyn Manson. I mean, Charles yeah. Manson. I like Well, Marilyn. you know, it's funny because this guy was associated with James Manfield. Who's Ma- Jane? Jane? James? Jane Mansfield James and Manfield. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. even went to this church. He painted his house all black in you know San Francisco. And, and there was like a couple thousand people that would come by and they would do shit. Follow and, me here. Conspiracy. No one knows. And this will never, ever be proven. So it's obviously true. Charles Manson? <laughs> behind the jfk assassination no 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 you know what i heard mic i heard mic drop I, I got a better one charles manson is creamed no he's the, he's the man oh sorry he was the man in the barney suit i love you <laughs> which by the way he sounds like kermit i don't barney. know barney is just not like a kermit Barney was definitely about that satanic he shit. Was a, I was, think about this. Okay. He was a big Tyrannosaurus Rex with a bunch of little kids he running had around. long arms, by the way. Also, uh, anatomically incorrect. I, when I was two, I never when I was a young, underneath his tail, when I was so young wolf, sure. when I was a young wolf. Are you trying to genderize him? I was all about him, Barney. She? I was all about Barney. I was a Barney kid. And then my parents, those I, That explains a lot. Of course it does. Yeah, a lot of uh, child abuse happened on that show. Um, but yeah, I uh, Are you sure it wasn't my parents. My parents abuse? got me to the Barney Show Extraordinaire, whatever it was called. I would call it that they got the live was it an ice show? show. They got no, they got me to like the event. I don't know what it was called. I have no idea what you're talking about. Neither do I. But I was remember it, was specifically it a special hug from Barney. No, I remember <laughs> specifically. I was all about Barney, and then they got me to that show, and I became very anti-Barney very fast because Barney. Scared? 
Yeah, Barney's. I saw the Satan. I saw the Satan behind the mask, dude. See, I told I, you. He, you, he, he, he took off his was, thing. And it was Charles Manson. He was giant. I was two, and he was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, who isn't afraid of that? Like, give me a break. Come on. I have a picture. I think. I think it's me. With, with no, 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 no. I don't know if it's my brother or not. Oh, but there's a picture at a birthday party. I was. I must have been about the same age, like yeah. two years old. Yeah. And they had a. Barney character like photo booth at this birthday party. Yeah. And this Barney is the scariest. Look. I, I'll have to pull it. Oh my gosh. All of them. It was so unbelievable. It's, it's not colored right. Like All the, of them were the, scary. The, the, the purple isn't very bright. Well, if you look at the picture, it's kind of blurred. Every single like one of them. It's were scary. like it's a demon inside of it. Yeah, that's what yeah. was in there. I'm Look, no offense I to people. I love you. Yeah, I bet you, you do. You love me. Come into my basement now. Like, I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> all, right, all okay. of them. We are so off track. No, okay. we're not. This, this is, is all evil shit. Excuse me. Excuse this me. This is all evil shit. Do you know what else happened right around the end of the, the 60s? And other than Vietnam and all the stuff that was going on, the drug-induced. The sexual the, revolution. I know. All this yeah. stuff was happening at the same time. I mean, these these guys in this church in San Francisco, they would have black mass. Okay. Right? Which, oh, but but on, they man. would, guys, they would use nude females as the altar in this mm-hmm. role how you know, playing, how do you know they're a female? Hmm. Oh god! Yeah, here we go. Yep, down that trail. We're going down that. Trail. We're down it. Yeah, exactly. Well, how do they, you know? I don't know. know. You're don't right. Know. I don't know because they were speculation. If they weren't nude, they would have been dressed like Barney. So they're I don't. Just nude people. Nude people. They they, they brought in the Teletubbies. Nakey nakey. <laughs> you know. It, you know what's funny though is that the basis of this guy's satanic Bible and everything else was, was plagiarized a ton. From people like Ann Rand and uh, um, H. L. Mencken mm. at the time, That's it was so all disturbing. about it was all about you know finding yourself and going against the the romanticism. I don't know how romantic it was. Yeah, it was but, all Dianetics. But the, but they're going back to something we talked about earlier. Yeah, romanticism. No, no. Follow me on this. This is this is a method that's used every single day on places like Twitter. It's it, it's a shock. It's it's finding out how you can introduce something that is just enough off-center that it brings you attention yeah, and money. And in this case, free money, because it was a church. Yeah. Well, you know, I've always gotten what really shocked me as I saw the baby that was the son is when I went outside, the son wasn't really a baby. So. I stared at it until I saw <laughs> I a baby. Yeah, my retinas are destroyed. <laughs> it's incredible. But anyway, 1980, we're back, back in time. Gonna go back. I'm not going to say the lyrics because we'd get in trouble. Uh, but yeah, 1980, Satanism. What's happening? Well, that's when this sort of came to be. It's a turning point. A Canadian psychiatrist named Lawrence Padser and his patient, which became his future wife. That's awkward. Her name was Michelle Smith. They published a book together, and the book was called Michelle Remembers and was toted as a true story that made extreme claims without much evidence of extreme satanic ritualistic abuse that happened to Michelle and she eventually recalled that through recovered memory therapy with uh, Lawrence Padzer, her future husband. So, and wait, wait, well, well, and you know what this reminded me of? I was like looking into this. Well, first of all, controversial therapy use hypnosis, hypnotic very, drugs, very and yeah. So, lots of suggestion and leading questions. But it reminded me of you know the book and story of Amityville Horror, right? Oh yeah. The house in Amityville, New York. Scared the shit out of me watching that movie. 
It was so so in Amityville, New York. Just kidding, I know where this. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, just, I don't just think the entire audience does. Yeah, what's what happened? There, there was a house. I think this was about the same time. I think it was in the seventies, actually. There was a house in Amityville, New York, where a big purple dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, actually, a, a pig. A family was uh, the the oldest son, I believe, murdered his entire family in his house, and mm. then shortly thereafter, a younger family moved into this house. And 30 days later, they fled into the night with all sorts of claims of demonic possession, ghosts, lots of stuff. They ended up writing a book, bestseller, mm. lots of movies. Ryan Reynolds is one one of them. See, you one know, of his best works. So you look yes. at the you look at this stuff, and there's no doubt as to why this thing became a quote unquote panic, mm-hmm. because there was all these differential things happening, both. In the real world and in the non-real. And what I mean by that is this was at, you know, shortly thereafter, things like The Exorcist came out. Yeah. Right. Which was a mind-blowing and movie think about at it. the like, time. All, all of those movies, yeah. you know, they're, some of them, I think I enjoy those movies more because I think they're pretty well done. You know, like you were talking about Friday the 13th earlier and, mm-hmm. you know... Um, what's the Freddy Krueger movie? Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. All those movies... Um, are hilarious. They all came around in the same sort of There's, time period. But, but do you think it was a product of this mental thing that was going on? You had Son of Sam happening. You had, so you had a lot of serial killers a lot of serial in the 70s. That was really becoming 80s. a known thing. Well, it was, it was a social, it was social hysteria. That's my... my and It's a type of. And I he, would say you're right. Well, and here's, and here's why I, going back to, uh, in the way back machine, to the early Wolf and Bull days... Um, I believe we are entirely in a simulation because there is social hysteria about something almost every year. It happens every year. And in this, so is that part of human dimension? 100% it is. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because all of us at the very end of the day, unless Teletubbies or Barney is on TV, because that gets really interesting. (laughs) Um, we're all bored and this whole thing, one hunt, like social serial killers were around. Yes, that was a thing. But if you deduce the amount of people that were actually killed in relation to the population, it wasn't really that much higher of a level of death in comparison. To so then like you've got then you've got to ask like yourself: that. Is a lot of this stuff a consequence of the uh, uh, the move from less and less intercommunication on over great distances to more and more to more into where mm. we are at now? Where you see slasher movies, or I mean, you can go on YouTube and watch little mini movies that probably have the same kind of stuff in or, them. All the, or the Ring, the this, the, there's a million no. things on, but we're we've got such short attention spans now. No, I don't. I think that that might be a part of it, but I don't think that I think that's like a byproduct, like a subproduct of it, because. I think that those things have always existed. You know, prior to slasher movies and, and horror movies, obviously the the medium was different, but there were tall tales and there were horror movies around the campfires and there was there was there were notorious individuals. I mean, look at the Jack the Jack Ripper. Ripper. Like, Jack the Ripper. Like, I mean, this is something that grew out of something that no one really knows where it came about. See, there's a difference between a lot of these types of genres, though, in the satanic side. There's something that that deep seated in the human psyche back to. What we were talking about with this Canadian psychiatrist and Michelle remembers. There's something deep-seated when you pull in religious aspects to things, and you what you're doing is you're bringing up the greatest antagonist ever created, the anti um, deity or a deity that is the anti. Right, and you see that in all today's Marvel movies and everything else. You see these kind of things play out. There's an evil this and evil that, and they try to make them humanized to, well, to one respect or another. But but I guess my point is, is this kind of satanic panic 
is I, I can tell you from a personal standpoint, I can watch a scary movie all day long. But when you bring in the unknown um, demonic element to it, Oh, I get spookified. I get spookified too. Yeah. So there's something. So and, and so what I'm truly believing, and, and you, you, Beowulf, you were just mentioning this this Canadian psychiatrist. Why is it that almost every thing we talk about ends up with some fucked up psychiatrist coming up with a theory that poses well, something? Because it's, science it's, science is the new medium for theology, and and I don't mean it in the sense that science is <clears throat> the theology. That's what I mean. Um, and, and the reason I say the medium is because there's always been some level of theology for all of human time. You're talking about a medium um, talking hum- to the dead? Yeah. Humans okay. have always, always needed something larger than themselves to believe in. This goes back all the way to what many, I mean, if you're talking from a modern, you know, Christianity standpoint or Judaism, or Judea, or Judeo-theistic standpoint, this is, the, the, I mean, obviously pagan religions prior to that had the same type of thing. If the sun went down, they believed that, you know, at the end of time was happening. Whoa. So so I think this has more to do with human nature than it has to do with maybe the greatest antagonist of all time. Well, I think it's simpler than that. I think human nature says we need to try to answer a question. Well, that's what I'm saying. And the questions, you know, we keep pushing back the envelope on what we know. Yeah. What, what I mean pushing back, we know more and more and more and more. But no matter how much we answer... There's always a question beyond that, and that question is always filled by and some an, leap of faith. Yeah, well, or and an, an antagonist that people think that one they or understand. the other, or usually both, because yeah. as they always say, in any, I mean, you turn off the lights in here, and you have dark. What is the dark? It's an absence of light, and something right? that's unknown. So, well, but my point is, you can't have one without the other. Sure. So, if you have an internal core belief of a question beyond our ability to answer then you have a belief in some sort of deity. I don't, you know, we can have that theological argument in another podcast someday, but I, I, my core belief is that if you as a human being can't answer the final question, then you have to believe in something greater than you are, which is what you said a moment ago. And if you believe in something greater than you are, then you have a belief in what we currently use the word deity for. And if you have that belief, then when you talk about Satan or if you talk about some anti-deity or a deity that has the opposing sides, the bad Hades, side of the equation, the sun, the moon, you, you, then, it, then it gets you, well, right? See, and then that causes the panic that we're talking about. Well, and it also, I think, and we'll just last diatribe before we jump back into it, but I think a lot of it has to do with you know, we've always brought this up with purpose. I mean, people need something to rally against, fight against, or what is the point of living? I mean, in a lot of cases, <clears throat> prior to modern civilization, I mean, that purpose was finding food and, and, you know, creating fire and fighting off animals that are trying to eat you, that are bigger than you. Um, and, and a lot of that evolved as time went on into higher belief systems because comfort was introduced and, you know, tools were introduced and advancements in technology were introduced. And obviously I'm very broad stroking this and I'm sure I'm probably wrong about some of it because I'm sure, you know, theology to some extent existed back then as well. But it, there's always been this curiosity and level of need on the human end of the spectrum. Um, maybe up until, well, there is some level of it today, just maybe in a different form as I said a little bit ago, when it comes to science, um, <clears throat> this need from a human perspective of wanting to understand something that is not understandable. And I think when it comes to satanic panic specifically, I think that was something, I mean, because think about it. I mean, why would you want to sacrifice animals in front of naked people? 
You can't explain that. So for a normal person who doesn't see maybe some of the odd irony behind it, um, even though I think there was, you know, demonic levels of influence there, um, to a normal person, they think, well, that's the absolute worst possible thing. And this is getting to the kids and, you know, we need to, if you throw it in the lake and if it sinks, it's a witch. And if it floats, it's a witch. It's the same type of thing. So I think that that exists every Every decade, every year, every for till the end of time, there will always be something. But yeah, back to the eighties. We're going back. Well, after that book, the Michelle Remembers book was published, it was popularized at the same exact time of the infamous McMartin preschool sexual abuse case that was on trial for a full decade. Uh, for those who don't know, this was a horrific case in the eighties where the McMartin family in Manhattan Beach, California, was charged with hundreds of acts of sexual abuse on children at their daycare. And there ended up being no convictions after the full decade of trial. It was deadlocked 11 out of 13 as not wow. guilty. And after many bizarre allegations um, towards people in the family, much of it is chalked up to the satanic panic. Uh, there were very detailed. It was a lot of children who, uh, I guess it started where a mom accused one of the people working at this preschool of sexually um, abusing her son because he had a hard time going to the bathroom. And that's where it started. And it escalated from there with a lot of very, very wild act. Like I'm not going to speak them all here, but they were, they, they were everywhere from absolutely disgusting and horrifying to so outlandish. It was, it was crazy that anyone was taking it seriously, which is why we're in a simulation. Because the same shit happens today. Well, same shit. Well, afterwards, more than 100 other preschools in the country became subject to yeah. very similar accusations. Social hysteria. And this is why the lawyers run everything right here. <clears throat> yeah. Well. And, and, and there is no finding out for sure because somebody was good enough to bring up enough doubt for what's happening. And when you have seemingly valid accusations and then wild ones all on the same case, you have to understand from a jury's point of view that there's always going to be doubt. Yeah, but you also also understand from where it was coming from, right? So there is a very specific section of society that is really, really tied into their emotions more so than the other half. Yeah, that goes back to the emotional versus logic thing that we always talk about. bring this up to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, prime example. Someone said something, Mm -hmm. and everyone was like, well, why wouldn't you believe that person? The same exact thing happens here, and this is why... Well, this was also a case of very young children who were sure, saying things, but, right. but they were emotional. often being... Well, but very run, quote, young children... coached or today. led to say all these things. Which, what does that sound like anyway? Yes, it does. Uh, we're does not going to talk about that. These, I, I almost did. Not, I filtered it out. I think we should talk about not, it someday. Um, the, the family was not convicted, so these were you know unfounded accusations in the end. And I bet you people back then were saying that the criminal system was broken and systematically problematic. And I bet you those people well, went and hid somewhere in BFE. Yeah, get away I don't from know what it. happened to them, but the you know Manhattan Beach is not exactly off the grid. Exactly. So, they crawled back into their satanic lair. Well, these things really <laughs> popularized the entire idea that there were these satanic groups across the country doing unspeakable evils specifically to children. Um, and obviously, this goes back. This this goes back way before the eighties. Think about mm-hmm. the witch trials in Salem, the yeah, persecutions exactly. of early Christians in the Roman Empire. Hell, the Red Scare. Yeah, there or, there mean, is ultimately no evidence that these satanic cults ever existed in Europe either. Or, or the per, the persecution. I mean, but it, there's it, no evidence any, that they didn't. 
Well, exactly. And the persecution of any minority group. I mean, whether Christian, Islamic, anything. I mean, it, it's, it's... It's just to say that this sort of... There is this demonic, satanic entity that is attacking uh, innocent people well, has been going on for centuries. Right. Across yeah. The no, I hear you. The different, what I mean by that is the different forms of it is just generally the othering of people in society. If you don't agree with someone or you see them to be the cause of something evil, then you are the good people and they are That's the bad That's kind of people. where I was going to go with this too. It's I mean, there's certainly elements, history. there's horrible elements of people that do horrible things to each other every single day. It's mind blowing that humans can do what they can do to each other. You can read it in the, you know, read it in the. I was about said read it in the paper, but nobody reads the paper. You can you What's can a see paper exactly. You can see it on Twitter. <laughs> Excuse me, not but, anymore. Yeah, but I, I I think I think you're you're hitting, you know, really close to home with where where this is really at. It's a, it's a good versus evil thing, but the definition is malleable. Well, and it depends on where where the groups are in society and who the 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 powerful people are looking at is in the right, and everybody outside of that is deemed what these days evil. Well, and, and it's used. It's thrown. That word is thrown well, around like it's absolutely nothing. Now. But here's the irony of that: because we talk about people and power structures without realizing that the power base is the group that needs to be consistently, consistently lulled to sleep lest they destroy the powerful that they see as the bad guys when we talk about power bases the people in the country are the powerful not the people who have a lot of money well, the people in the country are powerful only if they see themselves as a collective that's my, that's my point and back to what you were point. talking about you were saying we used to worry about getting food and not getting eaten by the animals mm-hmm. and this, i would say that the the construction of our civilization brought around brought about the psyche of the individual versus the collective sure in that that formed our uh, unbelievable ability to want to form collectives again. And then that's how we bring in these tribes. And instead of being the tribe around making sure we have enough food for everybody or making sure the, the saber tooth doesn't eat your children, you know, in, in being all together worried about getting through this life and getting procreating and getting our next generation out there. Now we're worried about who thinks the most like us so that we can be together and, you know, get our agenda across the finish line. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, spot on. So um, I, I just, I just find this all very interesting. Well. Because I think more of it, it has more to do with, not necessarily the satanic panic, but more to do with the, uh, the social fra- fabric of society and how easily manipulated it is by just a few individuals banding together over something that seemingly, according to uh, 11 jurors was nonsensical enough to not guilt make these people guilty well I think it's interesting out of 12,000 documented and reported accusations in the united states not one was ever substantiated of any organized cult abuse not one well and that's the thing is and then well the, the well, conspiracy people would say well what is organized cult abuse and then that's just a, 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 a it's a bunny rabbit hole that is that's 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 cylindrical in in uh design Never meant to get anywhere. Well, experts, experts, <laughs> they acknowledge that on an individual basis, yes, there are some lone perpetrators or couples that reference Satan or similar language to intimidate their victims. So, yes, there are some of those, but you know, there, 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 there hasn't been any evidence, at least you know, released to the public. Well, 
about any organized satanic cult. Well, on the, the note of... QAnon of, type stuff. Well, what's what I found to be so interesting, um, especially just to tie onto that, that it, just from a biblical perspective, uh, Satan was the most beautiful angel in all of heaven. He was the most charismatic. He was the most trusted by God. He was uh, the most... Uh, it, it, unassuming, no one would ever guess him. And that's why I look at these individuals, these conspiracy theorists who point to certain The neighbor people. was so quiet. Well, no, but I, what I mean by that is you look at Ted Bundy. No one guessed. And that tells me that this whole... No one guessed except his girlfriend. Well, they she only guessed because of certain events. But mm-hmm. outside of it, objectively, no one like, why? No, and that comes to, when it comes to the satanic accusations, normally the people that everyone mob jumps onto, a lot of cases is incorrect. Well, like I said, children were making wild accusations. They're children. Lots of, um, there's lots of stuff I won't say here because it's very graphic. You can easily look it up. But um, they were talking about hot air balloon rides and witches flying around their preschools. Lots of stuff like that. Uh, Many adults who made allegations too were actually um, being treated with psychotherapy methods designed to elicit these type of memories. These memories they're pulling from their past that they couldn't remember until they'd had this therapy. So, right. You know what I think this was? And this uh, put on your tinfoil hats. And I know I'm interrupting every paragraph, but I'm going to because this is this is a, a, a an open space of ideas. This is an open platform. The Wolf and Bowl is a safe space for open ideas. Um, I think that this, outside of a social contagion, was also a social experiment. And the reason I say that is because every single instance, every single instance of this nonsense, was not only picked up by major media but was supported, I can assume, or guess, by local law and local politicians and all those individuals who all jumped on board with this just to see how far they can push the envelope of what people can believe. Fast forward 40 years, and here we are again with a totally different thing of people believing the same level of nonsense and not ever questioning why they believe the thing. So the question becomes, from the tinfoil hat perspective, are these things agendized? Or, yes. well, I know that's what you believe. That's what you just said. But, or do these people clomp onto it, or most of them clomp onto it because they see an opportunity to forward whatever their own personal agendas are by hanging on to the narrative? I think it's the same. Good, bad, or indifferent. We're against this, or we're for that, or yeah. the people have been abused, or look at the children, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. The politician, the local, federal, state, the 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 um, um, you know the people in the press, everything like that, they're looking at it as an opportunity to move something forward that they're responsible so, for. So, so me, did they create it or not? That's the question. Well, I don't think that really matters. I think sure, that's same. what you said. Well, you I said it's, it's agendized. But what I mean by that is, I think the end result is the same. The question I would have, the, the question that I would elicit from this is, well, what's the easiest way to get someone to do something that you want them to do? Are you saying they wanted them to accuse people of satanic ritualistic Get them to think abuse? that it's their idea. Plain and simple. I don't mean in the sense that they... they I don't see the point of this, though. What would be the point? To see how much they yeah. can manipul- manipulate well, society. Well, if there's, if there's a psychological analysis going on, like, on a bigger thing like the Tuskegee yeah. thing and yeah. all those other things, that, that's, a, that's you know, consistent. Can we, can we find out if but psychedelics this, this type of behavior to... is not just isolated to the 80s and 90s. But that's the same. But my point, my point with this is not to get too conspiracy theory. When, for, for example, children. Controlled experiments 
specifically with children, in my opinion, are to give them something that they would eventually adopt as their own idea to see how they react to said thing. Adults are not much different, more different than children outside of our brain being fully formulated past a certain age. Now, when it comes to this influence aspect of things, I'm not saying that some politician came in and said, we're going to get people to believe that Satan exists. They said, well, hmm. This could be really good, as you said, for our agenda to push certain things to have people reelected. Uh, this could be really, really good for us to see and understand how far society will go with this. They had people believing that people were flying around on fucking brooms. Come on. Like that can't possibly be in an organically created I, I just think, out I, of that situation. No I, way. I think that there's studies that go on on all of these things. You're sure. talking about. I don't care if it's a Columbine shooting or a mm-hmm. mass murder over here, or, a, or a, a situation like the last two years where you have everybody masked up so, in the psychological aspects of those. The question isn't whether it, they happen or not. The question is is whether they were designed to happen with the intent of discovering something about this group or changing their perspective for the future to indoctrinate. I think that's, that's that's what the it comes question. Down to, but I think maybe that, maybe the answer is somewhere in between. And that's what I, I'm saying but, is I think there was that organic incident of someone accusing someone. Media picks it up, and then all of a sudden, everyone realizes through social contagion that hey, this is an advantageous situation for but us who to get is, attention. Who is that? Who is that Society. that sits back, people. sits back, and goes, "People, you know what? Who want to be on? Now's TV. our chance to jump in here, people, who and be on use TV. this to our advantage. People who want to be on TV. But this isn't this what I just said a minute ago. Everybody that clomps onto these stories not, has their own agenda. I'm not saying that. Those not, are individual agendas. I'm not talking about politicians. I'm talking, You're talking about, about individuals. A group. So, so You're talking about individuals? Social experiments, social contagion. One individual does something. Everyone a part of the group realizes that that's a perfect way to get victim status or some level of attention from the rest of the culture. So they end up doing it and replicating it. Then the groups associated with the power structures in the culture say, well, this is really interesting. We should witness this and we should extrapolate it, this. That's up. not a Wait social a experiment. I'm not saying it's a social experiment. I'm but saying they're taking advantage say. of... Are you guys going to let me finish? I'm, finish I'm trying, away. I'm trying to get this to is the an point. open source platform. I'm trying <laughs> to get to the point of saying that it's not... a. a a bunch of coats didn't get together in a room and say, we're going to do this. They saw a situation, media picked it up, individuals saw that because of the media and said, well, yeah, my kid's been acting weird too. Why wouldn't I do this? I'm a caring parent. I think that they've been manipulated too. So they then talk to the media, the media brings it up again, and then all of a sudden the power bases say, hmm, this might be something that we could maybe uh, run with. So I think you're onto something there. I That's think the my way point. you brought it up first gave me the indication that this is, as I said, agendized. Yeah, it was, what you're saying, it's an after-the-fact yes. thing, which is, goes back to something that Rob Emanuel said years and years ago when he was, when he was in Chicago, Uh-oh. right? Don't let a good disaster... What was it? Disaster? Crisis. Go crisis. To waste. Don't, Don't let a good crisis go to waste. That's and so, so I totally get that. Not because to be- the, the, this, this agenda happens after the fact and says... Wow, we we have an, an, a, a way to look at this broad scope here and see yeah. what the implications are for our future, whatever they're trying to get done. And, th- and this is probably just because I wasn't explaining myself well. I, I just mean it in the sense that there wasn't this huge... Well, what I mean by conspiracy, and I, I guess I should probably couch that correctly, is not that there is this collective that gets together. I th- I'm very apprehensive about the whole globalist thing where there's a certain power group that's always in power and forever will be in power because that's disproved by the the lump fallacy when it comes to economics Uh, that's also disproved by general capitalism if it's correct capitalism not crony capitalism with that being said though i do think that there was some level of manipulation and continues to be some level of manipulation that allows certain groups to realize that well this worked in the 80s with the satanic panic so let's just do a different topic and see how far people are willing to carry it that's what i think all right yeah. Wow, that one. Yeah. 
in the Manila folder. Well, and, and it, I, I guess my and it, obviously people will look at this and be like, well, that's just that seems too outrageous. All I know is after this, I'm taking and putting tin foil over the windows <laughs> and around the doors. I, you know what's funny is here we are sitting on this uh, platform, pontificating about these different ideas and. Uh, again, I, I can't stress this enough. I know that we've all said this at different times, but whether you're listening to this for entertainment, education, somewhere in between, or you just like to hear us, we'd like to hear the wolf do his impressions. No. Uh, it doesn't matter which, like to hear what the reason This, yeah, right. <laughs> like I said, I've got a face for radio. Oh my God. But, but, it, but the, the fact of the matter is, is, is this right here is good for the society better than you might think. And I, I don't know how to define that yet, but I think what we're doing is part of a larger, uh, constructive social experiment. Mm. That's what wow. I think. That's... But I think it's not agendized. I think it's coming. We just don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Um, and, and well, I guess it, this is more of a 2020 hindsight thing for me. Cause, cause you can, you can obviously paint corollaries in any situation to anything. I mean, look what people do with every scenario in the country. If it's, if it's not a conspiracy, it's something that's completely and totally absolute because the, the government's good. Right. So it's, there's, there's gradations to all of this. I just think that it's, it's ironic that every 10 years, there's just a large hysteria of some sort. When it was the eighties, it was Satan. The nineties, it was a uh, terrorism. 2000, it was terrorism. I'm telling I mean, it's you, all just very interesting. I'm me. telling you, our government is just way better at doing this than other countries, or they just, they like to weave the web, but it's, it's like looking at your spiders, you know, Maybe. you've got, you've got a black widow deadly as hell, but messy as hell. You, you know, a black widow is there because they, there's no rhyme or reason to their web. They just throw the shit up there, and they know something's going to run into it. I need to teach you about Black Widows. Oh. I'm a spider Dude, expert. okay. I'm a teach. spider expert. Wolf. I, I, Are you a wolf spider? Is I'm that what you are? Expert. A wolf spider? Um, well, I'm a bullshitter. So well, I just, anyway, yeah, go ahead. My, my whole point is, is is that, I don't know what the frick my point was now. Spoiler, what, spiders. Spoiders. I know, but what, what, why Random was I even webs. saying that? Random, Government's yeah. really good at... No, oh, yeah, yeah. These other countries... Yeah. They don't care. They don't um, care that the web is is stylized because they have their thumb on their populace in a different manner in China and places like that. They do the same they, thing, though. To they might, well, they degree. do the same thing, but my point is is they don't have to 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 couch it in a way that's palatable to their their you know populace. You know, yeah. all they have to do is run over a few people with tanks in Tiananmen Square once a decade, and they've got everything under control. Here, we don't do that. We have to we have to build a, a much more defined web for the populace to fall into. That's that would be an interesting conversation to have because I don't know if I agree with you entirely on that. I think that you don't agree with me entirely on anything. That's well. not true. That's that not is true absolutely true. It should true. be true. You don't want to agree with me entirely because then you wouldn't be you. Well, you said entirely on anything. There's some things I agree with you entirely on, like the wonderful beauty of the In-N-Out Burger. Oh, I thought you were going to say of your wife. Yeah, hilarious. (laughs) You like that one? Never let them know what you're going to say next. It's a (laughs) POTUS phrase. Um, But yeah, so back to Satanism and past all the diatribing of conspiracy theories and tinfoil hats. But that's that's what this is. That's my point. I think so. I mean, it seems like it. Beowulf was coming up on something from right along the Mississippi River, if I remember mm. right. Yeah. Well, a big a big thing that happened during this time 
uh, was the West Memphis Three, which I'm sure you may have heard of at least in passing. In 1994, three teenagers were convicted of homicide based largely on that they were goth, quote? Well, that's Satanist. Um, there, there was a triple homicide of three second grader boys that occurred in West Memphis, Arkansas, and it resulted in Damian Eccles being sentenced to death and his accomplices, Jesse McKelly uh, Jr. and Jason Baldwin, to life imprisonment. But in 2010, they negotiated with prosecutors and were released from prison in 2011 for time served due to a lot of issues we can talk wow, about. Wow, from second. the death penalty to getting out? Interesting, Holy right? Well. Actually, so um, they're all doing their own thing in different places. They're kind of all over the country. They all, they all have podcasts. On how to get away. I don't away think any it. of them have podcasts. Just kidding. I'm, jo- I'm joking. I well, don't know how to get away. What, how they were convicted and, and why this relates to Satanic Panic was uh, Damon, Damien Eccles was originally a suspect, beginning with the police officers viewing the murder scene as an occult like situation. I'm not going to describe mm. it because it was awful. What does that no, mean? Let, let me just stop for one second. What did he say? Why, after. The movie we just talked about before The Exorcist mm-hmm. or The Omen. Why would you name your kid Damien? Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Well, you, you you're setting imagine. him up for murder. Yeah. Well, these three young boys. Did the parents do it? <laughs> were murdered and they were, you know, hogtied, yeah, all sorts of terrible, terrible things done to them. And the police knew that Damien Eccles uh, was a teenager who was interested in occultism. And he indicated deception when they brought him in for a polygraph exam which i mean what my a, hot take on polygraph exams crock. if you're ever taken in somewhere either uh to first of all get a lawyer second of all uh if they ask you to take a polygraph say well do you want my zodiac chart too it's about the same amount of well, yeah, information but, yeah but polygraph outside of being space racism um is actually <laughs> technology racism because it's more based on your heartbeat than anything else it's total pseudoscience, pseudoscience. It's well um, it's just it's just known to not be there was a really good sales guy who came into a police station and they just bought it for some reason yeah government money they're they're not permissible in court but they often sway the the direction of the investigation yeah well it's 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 like a it's like it's a machine that just makes a sound and if it makes a certain sound and looks a certain way then everyone's like well the machine spoke so well all i can say is if you've ever taken your blood pressure you know your blood pressure is higher when they're taking it than well, yeah, it is when you're all, not taking it. All hail the machines. That's yeah. our future. Well, he indicated in an interview an injury that happened to one of the boy or or, or all of the boys uh, that the police felt was incriminating. Mm. Um, you know, it's sort of hearsay on whether it really was incriminated or not. Um, they did then start interviewing Jesse Miss Kelly, which was Damien's friend and a minor with a 72 IQ without his parents present. Wow. That's for a, 12 hours straight. That's double oh digits. Boy. Uh, only 46 minutes of that 12 hour interview were recorded. And he claims that he was later, uh, just Jesse Miss Kelly claims that he was very scared, extremely exhausted and was desperate for the interview to end. So he did have sort of a quasi confession that he later recanted. And this is, this is why I have, so many qualms with jumping on board with absolutely anything. And look, I'll say that about what that diatribe I had about uh, conspiracies prior. That was speculation and it's me playing the mind game. Do I think it really happened? I don't know. Not sure. I don't think there's a lot of ways you could actually verify that something would be a social experiment um, to a certain point. With that being said, this is part of the reason why I look at situations like this 
and I get so frustrated because people will look at this from the broad spectrum and they'll say, well, this is this is police abuse. This is abuse of the system. The system's broken. We should throw the system out. When in reality, it was just someone, I don't know, being a human being and not really subconsciously realizing that they might have been biased because during the time of Columbine shootings and uh, and people freaking out because video games are violent because it was a new medium of entertainment that didn't involve television. Same difference at the end of the day. Same brainwaves are involved, which is hilarious. You don't say it about movies, but they'll say it about games. Um, so there's... No one realizes that at the end of the day, this has further impacts. Stuff like this has further impacts on society than just satanic panic. It, it has a total degradation of the belief in any system because people will look at one singular point or multiple singular points that are all correlated because of social hysteria and say, well, that's why we need to start all over. We need to break everything down. Well, it was more than that. It was more than just his friend having oh, sure. a confession that was later, you know, he said was a false confession. Um, in a strange turn of events, a woman named Vicki Hutchinson was another resident of West Memphis, and she was being questioned by the police regarding whether she was guilty of stealing money from her employment. Uh, this is totally unrelated, but it was the same day that the bodies of the boys were found. And uh, I'm just going to run through the summary of it. Her son was with her, and they were having a hard time questioning her because it was distracting. And the son started saying that the boys were killed at some playground or playhouse. And it was a very confusing sort of situation. The boys' bodies were found near where the little boy, Vicky's son, said they were killed. So they started questioning her. Turns out, unrelated, there's no substantial, there's no evidence there now down the road that anything was, it was just such a weird thing that the little boy was talking about. But she eventually told the police that she attended a Wiccan meeting with Damien and that he bragged about killing the boys there. Mm. She later retracts all of her statements years later, saying she was co coerced by the police and only said this to all of them to avoid being charged with theft. And also, she said that all of the West Memphis Three's pictures were on the walls in the police station at the time before they were even arrested being used as dartboards. Interesting. So there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of stuff here. I know there's a documentary on HBO about the West Memphis Didn't Three. Didn't watch that? Never seen it, actually. It's called Paradise Lost. We watched something. We've never seen it. But I'm pretty sure we watched something that was similar to this in which there was like demonic stuff going on and a child was killed. And there Son was of Sam? Like, yeah, that's what we watched. And and again, though, this goes... And not, not to say that they were guilty or not guilty. I have no idea. Well, well let me clarify. They were released from prison after they negotiated for time served. Sure. And they actually turned in Alfred pleas, which means that they... Or were pleading not guilty, but they acknowledged that there was enough evidence to find them guilty. Evidence so, that was based on speculation and children accounts. There was DNA on the scene that didn't match any of that them. That sounds like malarkey. So there's a, there's a huge amount of people, especially in Hollywood, that really want the West Memphis Three to be exonerated completely. Well, but here's and the, but here's the thing. They all live they all live outside of prison now, and none of them have reoffended. Yeah. So here's since. here's my whole point in all this is this again. It is just a very strange scenario in which the justice system was manipulated in a various amounts of ways because people, for some reason, I can't blame anyone for it because I'm a human as well, uh, human half wolf, so it's a little bit easier for me, um, couldn't leave their emotion, emotional bias on the table. 
I mean, that, that, and that's and just to go on that diatribe. That is just something that I think if we, humans avail have one one day, if we have the ability to do that in certain circumstances, we'll be able to travel the stars. But it until won't that matter point, anyway, because AI is going to take over. Well, exactly. Universe, so. That's why AI will be so much more immensely successful. Yeah. Well, here's here's the problem. We're the ones making AI, and you know, some idiot's going to make them have some kind of emotional content. Do you want to know why which we're will making, ruin everything? Do you want to know why we're making AI? And then when AI builds its own AI, a biological AI. Then we're back. Well, the reason we're building AI... Everything cycles, baby. The reason we're building AI is because of uh, emotional interest. People who believe that we're going to blip around the stars like the Jetsons. I don't know if that's... Well, it'll be when we can build AI that is our perfect mate. How about that? That's when they'll have emotions. Well, that's where it all starts. Tell me about Satan. If you want to talk about AI... That's mm. what do you think they built the altar out of on Black Mass? Obviously, they uh, built AI. it out of computer parts. That's right, a <laughs> giant <laughs> Apple computer. So yeah, it was just a, just uh, just the first the first. They IBM. called it a Big Mac. Yeah, that's that was that was good. That was a good one. Yeah, that, that'll I give try. you a small little uh, golf clap. Okay, yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, which I know you like to say that a few times. Well, you said it first. So. But it is the end of the day. It That's why I said it. I actually looked up and I said, well, it's the end of the day. Yeah. At the end of the day. What do we take from this? We take from this that we need to be discerning and maybe hopping on every bandwagon that comes by isn't the smartest uh, decision and, to make. And, of course, the things with horns that run around and stand majestically on the hillside are not necessarily Beelzebub. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, this is The Wolf speaking, wrapping up yet another episode of The Wolf and Bolt Podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. If you like what you heard, tell your friends and family, your neighbors, the local bartender, your doctor, your boss, and hell, you can even tell us. By leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can directly help build The Wolf and Bull cult. I mean, uh, The Wolf and Bull family. We can be found on most major podcasting platforms and social media. So what are you waiting for? Scoot on out of here and enjoy your day. But you should probably leave us a review first. But make sure to enjoy your day. But don't forget to leave us a review. Okay, bye.